0: This series is coming out of a genuine love for the local church. We've served in the local church, and we truly believe that the church at its best is the answer to a lot of the issues facing our communities and the world. Yeah, so just to get it out of the way, we
1: know there will always be problems between light and dark. We know that the world will hate the truth and the life because we saw what happened on Calvary.
0: However, there are things that the church has consistently done and is still doing to harm the witness of Christians. And if we can't be accountable to the cross and to each other, we will continue to reap the rightful judgment of our actions from a sinful world. So let's get into it. Stains on the church. You're listening to the Nick Smith Podcast. Real life, no myth. Where we talk about myths and misunderstandings surrounding life, race, faith, and culture. If you'd like to support the Nick Smith Podcast, rate us on iTunes. Or you can give through our Patreon. And don't forget to share this on social media so that all of your friends can know what you're listening to.
1: Hey, everybody. It's uh, me, Nick Smith.
0: And Kylie Jo Smith. And we are continuing our series, Stains on the Church.
1: Today, we are talking about denominationalism
0: which is a big word
1: denominationalism that's
0: a five dollar no it's like a two dollar word like 350 that's a 350 okay. word right 325 there. maybe three the tax <laughs> is 350 but
1: um so for those of you who don't know what denominationalism <laughs> is um it is kind of the wording that we use mm-hmm. to describe when uh, there are different uh names of different churches right so yeah. not like the naming of a church but you know how you have the Baptist the church, church and the Lutheran and the Pentecostal.
0: Presbyterian. And,
1: yes. So those are all denominations.
0: Yeah. And if you, um, a lot of different people, um, like even this is a, this is for free. I just learned this like a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a denomination called the Christian church. Yes. Totally blew my mind. Cause people in one of the communities we were in, somebody was like, Oh, we used to go to the Christian church. And they like kind of said it in passing. And later I was like, Nick, I don't understand why they said it like that. Cause like, aren't all the churches that like we're all Christian churches. But and see, he, that's a, it's a, it's a ploy. It's though. a trick they play on trick. people. And we know we got your number. Christian. we got your number know,
1: because it's not <laughs> the Christian church. It's the disciples of Christ church. Yes. But they go by, <laughs> they call themselves the Christian the in and, and every,
0: and this is, and it's smart. Like honestly, from a marketing standpoint, it's totally <laughs> smart. Yes. If we weren't a church, that would be a cool marketing thing to you do. Yes. Be
1: like, we are the provider of this thing. But
0: in smaller communities, particularly rural communities, rural communities, rural communities <laughs> where people maybe are not as familiar with other denominations or uh, other things, but kind of have this mentality of like, well, you have to go to a, a Christian church. Yeah. That's what grandma always said, right? You find a church, a Bible-believing Christian church. That's right. Well, when you go to, you pull up to a church and it says on the, the name, Christian the church. Christian church of... Yep this community, yeah. you automatically are like bought in. And so we, lo- I didn't know this It's a denomination called the disciple of Christ. I never knew. I never knew. And well, yeah.
1: And with that, um, this is part of the reason this is a stain on the church, yeah. uh, what, where denominationalism falls short. And we're going to get into where denominationalism is good, but, mm-hmm. um, the educational, like we don't educate our people enough. Right. Um, so that the, the common be- coming to Christ believer, like the person that's like just seeking the Lord, maybe they went to a concert a winter jam or something and they mm-hmm. found Jesus, Jesus, and then they the first church they see, they're like, "Oh, I want to go to a Christian church. Oh, that one's the Christian church." Gonna and then, go. then they start to bash. Well, what? What's these other churches? They're not really a Christian church
0: because, yeah, because
1: yeah. they don't understand what a denomination yeah. is. And well, so, and
0: yeah, and then you have a whole other side of denominationalism, which is non-denominationalism,
1: which is a denomination, which is its y'all. own denomination. Come on, don't lie to yourself. Stop it. See, Stop and, but, lying but to yourself. But I think
0: that's another marketing thing. It's it, really smart because it really is. you get people who are like, "Oh, I'm not into the denominational thing. I'm not talking... Oh, but this church says it's non-denominational. Which is actually how the
1: Disciples of Christ denomination started as well. There's so um, much.
0: It's it's really rich history. It's, if there's get, a if lot. you get into it.
1: There's a lot to it. Um, yes. But here, talk, let's talk about what denomination um, means because there's an yeah. actual definition.
0: Yeah. So there's two different definitions that you can find if you Google it. Google, it's worth a Google. Uh, one is that it's a recognized autonomous branch of the Christian church. But not, not, yeah, the Christian big C church, not Mm -hmm. the denomination. Also, this is like the more practical um, definition you probably have heard of, which is that it is the face value of a banknote, coin, or postage stamp. Yeah. I always
1: was like trying to put that together. Like, how is it when you have different denominations of money, but you also have different denominations of church? But what you said actually like made sense to me. Yeah. Because until today, I never really like took the time to try to parse it out.
0: Yeah. So- Go ahead. Oh yeah, Like when you have denominations of money, like if you have a hundred dollars, you will split that into smaller denominations. So mm-hmm. you have like one hundred ones or five twenty dollar bills. Yeah. But all of those denominations, those smaller denominations add up to the value of what you are, what you have originally. Yes. That's the goal of the denominations that they work churches. together. They add together yeah, and the value is the
1: same, even though you um, have different a different face on it. They yep. work together to purchase something, yes, right? Yes. Whereas with the what we see in practice with denominations in the United States, at least, and I'm sure it's worldwide, but mm-hmm. our own experience is, is stateside. Um, you see the different denominations not functioning together in a way that they add to each other. Yeah. To where they do anything to affect change in the yeah. community um, in a major way because there's so much competition yeah. with the different churches.
0: Yeah, it's like, oh, well, this, this group of $1 bills over here doesn't want to be part of the 100. So now I'm only only got 90 and then they're over here trying to add up other things, trying to make their own value. And you, and what people do outside of the church is they look at this and they Mm -hmm. say, well, if the church can't even agree on what their value is and what, what is really important, why would I want to be a part of that? Yeah.
1: Why am I going to listen to you pastor or deacon or bishop or When you're over you here
0: bashing this church and you yeah. won't, you won't do events with that church because you guys take communion differently. Right. And you know, this pastor over here said something that you didn't agree with in scripture. And so then, then it looks like a mess because it looks like bickering siblings instead of a family or of believers. even worse.
1: It looks like rival gangs. It looks like Ooh. tribals, tribalism, tribals? jackets, tribals, tribes, that's tribalism. like a, a meeting
0: of tribes. <laughs> are you going to the tribal later? I, I um, hear there's a tribal
1: we're hanging out at the tribal like a council well, yes I'm part of the tribal <laughs> um no but tribalism and really mm-hmm. that like cliquish mentality of, of yeah. us against them it, it is a stain on the church mm-hmm. because there are so many people that are like you can find division everywhere True. like anywhere you look you find division but the place you're supposed to
0: have unity is in the church so, yeah, let's, but we can move into, like, we can go all day about, like, denominations ruin everything. Well, yep. but, but there's a there, reason. Yeah, there, and there's an original intent that is yes. good, and we should know why denominations can be good.
1: Yes, and so... um Top 10 rais- reasons why denominations are good. No, I'm just <laughs> is kidding. There 10? there's really not. Oh. <laughs> I think there's let's see what there's five. Okay. Top five reasons. Um even better. <laughs> well, one thing in the body in the Bible, we talk about the the body of Christ, right? We mm-hmm. talk about how mm-hmm. there's no one part that's greater than the other, that every part brings honor. And Paul is specifically talking about like individual believers' gifts. Mm. But the same thing that applies to us as individual believers uh, actually works as well with individual churches Mm -hmm. because there are different churches that, that do things in different ways. And, and you have churches that serve certain communities Mm -hmm. and, um, because of the way, the tradition that they come from, or I like the term stream, right? The Christian stream that they come from, Mm -hmm. uh, they're able to reach certain cultures or certain demographics better. Or even where they're located. Yeah, Mm -hmm. definitely. And so, um, the body reference, like having different parts working, doing different things, um it it actually is a good thing because it brings mm-hmm. about everyone coming closer to Christ
0: yeah and there's like you you get these naturally forming connections that happen like we we talk about affinity or affinity yeah. groups. You you do get Infinity those. Infinity groups. In, even a, <laughs> that could be a thing too. But you get these different um, cultural worship styles that yeah. develop either from the geographical region or just from um, people having similar interests and styles of music they like. Yeah. Um, different, even honestly, even color schemes and styles of like mm-hmm. the way that churches are set up. It's interesting when you walk into a church um, and you see like the trends that are happening in churches and different <laughs> in interior design. Yeah. Church and like interior the, design. the coffee shop thing. And yeah. what's the, Greeting station look like so that that reaches people mm-hmm. in a way, and most of the time churches are are doing that intentionally because yeah. they know what um what really will connect them with the people that are walking in the door, and yeah. so that's a good thing when you have those because it's ordered, mm-hmm. and God does love order. There's a yeah. there's a, an order to creation, there's an order to the way that we connect with each other, Amen. and even if we're not aware of it, even if it's something that's like oh well you know when you meet someone you introduce yourself mm-hmm. and you do it in this way and you want to make eye contact. Well, there's, there's a way that we do that in denominations that is almost, it caters to certain groups of people. <laughs> yes. That I really I really do like that part of it. What, so what are you laughing at? You just
1: said <laughs> different people greeting in different ways. Uh-oh. Um, no judgment, y'all. This is not, Uh-oh. I'm not throwing shade on any denomination. None of that. But there are old uh, old world German denominations oh. um, <laughs> that greet with a holy kiss. And I'm talking lip they smacking. They be kissing just like In walking and dudes, girls don't matter. You just kiss everybody. You just walk. Mwah. A lot of single people go to those churches. Mwah. They're like, Oh, you do what? Now? In the name of Jesus. Mwah. And On so the, on the lips, like during COVID, they doing all sorts of stuff, and it's just funny to me because when you're mm-hmm. like, yeah, even the way people greet each other, like <laughs> I'm not going to that church for that specific reason, but that that but reaches, it caters to
0: some people that
1: reaches a group of people <laughs> that just want to show up and get all in the church. Y'all getting all smoochy on greet one church. another
0: with a holy kiss, Sister Mary. I, said, I see holy. you wasn't being holy with that kiss, Brother
1: Johnson. Why you keep kissing on that same yeah. person? Come on now, you Come already on, said hi, kiss said hi
0: three times today. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We, she felt greeted. She knows you're. Don't she also be, felt assaulted. How do you greet visitors in that? <laughs> like you just walk up, mouth open. Hold on, let me pop this
0: Tic Tac real Instead quick. Instead of giving out hand sanitizer, you give out Listerine strips. <laughs> Hello. Oh no, you don't. It's not for your hands. Just, just pop, it in pop there. that in you're there. You're gonna need it in a few
1: minutes. <laughs> we finna gonna get like, down in the world? with the holy greeting time. No, thank um, you. But no, you're right. <laughs> affinity groups, uh, different cultural worship styles. Yes. Um, but also the. Um, Denominations can show unity in diversity, mm-hmm. um, which which yeah. God honors. God yeah. loves diversity. And
0: that's not just racial diversity. No. Diversity but it, in thought. Yes, yeah.
1: diversity in culture, diversity in mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff. And when you can have two different houses of worship meeting the same um, Sunday in different places that Mm -hmm. are doing things completely different. Yet those two churches are able to work together and, and call each other brothers and sisters in Christ. Like that is a testimony to the world Yes, to be like, wow, there's diversity of thought. There's diversity of culture. Mm -hmm. Yet this is one church. Like when you can see the oneness in the denominationalism, Mm -hmm. that's such a powerful testimony to Christ. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And also like one thing that's really cool about, like if you think about a, um, like what is it called? A franchise. Okay. French fries. And I'm not, I'm not equating Christianity to these things. I'm just, that's a, that's the most, like the most quite... helpful analogy I can think of. <laughs> you can have yeah. one Chick-fil-A.
1: You sure can. And it's great. What a blessing. It'll to serve the that
0: community. If you open up 15 Chick-fil-A's mm-hmm. around that community. Yes. You're still going to get good business because now people have more access to it. Yeah. They know where they are. Um, there's certain ones that maybe have like, they have certain strengths. They make their fries really, really well. They mm-hmm. ha- they give out more sauce. You're gonna reach more people. (laughs) They got that sauce. They got that real good sauce. You're gonna reach more people when you spread out and you add locations. And I think that denominationalism can add to that Mm -hmm. because we're reaching. We're able to like go into these communities. You can plant churches. You've got more opportunities to get people um, engaged with those who don't know Jesus, and you, you have growth potential. Um, And it is a numbers thing, like there's -hmm. there's growth in number, but there's also a deepening of the faith that happens when you can spread out to these communities. It's outside of the cul-de-sac. It's outside of the covenant community. Mm -hmm. And you begin to see growth. Um, in the church body. And that's that's a huge benefit to it denominationalism. Is.
1: Well, and along the same lines, when you decentralize the leadership of that church, so like having um, the very beginning when you had a hierarchy of one church, mm. that led every decision had to come from the top down. That was so many, so much hierarchy, yeah. so much um, bureaucracy yeah. that, that worked its way. Um, and there's still denominations, still have a ton of bureaucracy, but can you mm. imagine how much more there would be if everything had to go back to one person? I mean, most or one of the group? New
0: Testament... Paul was having to manage everything. Yeah, and well like. no,
1: and even Paul when he had a question he's like, "Man, we got to go all the way back to Jerusalem. We got to uh, talk to the council. I don't know if you can get circumcised. Like, I don't I don't know." All right? I Look I think it up. you're, I think you're good. But we should go talk to James and the fellas back in Jerusalem. Right. Um, but when you have different denominations and you have different uh, leadership set up in different areas, mm-hmm. um, they're able to make those decisions. They're able to, mm-hmm. and it really is that difference between, um, if you've ever read the book Spider and the Starfish, I okay. think it's what it's yeah, called. Yeah, yeah. But there's two different models of leadership where you have a centralized leadership like a spider, and like all its arms does stuff. But if you crush, like if there's an issue with the central uh, location, it. it's dead. Yeah. Whereas a starfish, if you cut off, cut it in half, you get two starfish. Mm. And so there's no central. Exactly. And so I think that is a plus. That's a benefit of yeah. denominationalism. Absolutely. So
0: then um, also you have like others, uh, other people being able to do things really well. Like, mm-hmm. like we talked about like with the franchise thing, like you may find that one church, you know, their worship is amazing. And I yeah. think we all have seen that with with like the Hillsong church and um, Bethel. And there's some things they do really well that are really central to their ministry that everyone Mm -hmm. recognizes for that church. But then you have other churches like um, Francis Chan's church, has now become known as like their, their uh, huge like but home she church. Have a church now. Well, not anymore. But like,
1: um,
0: eventually birthed this home church movement. Yeah, and um, his discipleship and spiritual formation that was what his church was known for. You yeah. have different pastors and different leadership organizations within church denominations. Mm-hmm. That's so many words. That's a lot. That that's good. Hang with the show that that's good. It's yeah. like, okay, yeah, I know I can go read a book by Craig Groeschel on leadership because mm-hmm. that's what he does. Yeah. But I'm going to read Francis Chan's crazy love. Cause I need to really just know the savior in a deeper way. Yeah. And that's a good thing. That's diversity in the body. And there's strengths that are brought out of that.
1: And that reminds me of the story of Burger King and McDonald's. So oh, if yeah. you look at, uh, we keep going to franchise, but it, it, it works because they pop yeah. up everywhere. Yeah. Kind of like churches. Yeah. Um, but so if you look at, like, the faith, like, hey, I want a burger. I'm going to find Jesus, right? Just <laughs> oh, a burger. I want Jesus. Yeah. Jesus I wanna, burger. Um, I want to I wanna bring Jesus to this neighborhood. I want to bring a burger. And there's already uh, a McDonald's in an area. Burger King was known for setting up near McDonald's. Mm. Not to compete with them and like we're going to do more than them, mm-hmm. but in the sense of like, yeah, somebody's going to want a burger and they're just not going to want a McDonald's burger. Okay, like I want a burger, but I just don't like theirs. Mm-hmm. So, but hey, there's Burger King. I'll go there and get get their burger because it's just a little different. Yeah, delivering the same product, and so a lot of times mm-hmm. with denominationalism, if you're delivering the same Jesus, the same gospel, it's just presented a little differently. Yeah, someone who may be receptive to Church A mm-hmm. won't like Church B. And they could be on the same block, but they're both going to be reached for Christ. And yeah. so, yeah. that's But, but good part stuff. of where,
0: and we can move into this, like part of where that becomes an issue is mm-hmm. it does become competitive. It does. It no longer is in the realm of, oh, well, I want to provide the same service and um, offer the same freedom in Christ. Yeah. But I'm just going to do it in a different way that maybe reaches different people. Instead, we see church planters and church plant movements and different denominations coming into the neighborhood as an affront. It's a, it's a threat to, yeah. we already have our membership. We have our 500 people. You can't have any of them. Yeah. When that's yeah. not this the point. This is our block, that, honey. It's not the point Take of denominations. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the point of denominations. And yeah. um, we also have, there's there's factions that get formed based on leaders
1: yeah because of the the competitive nature mm-hmm. um a new church comes in and it's like oh well i don't follow that pastor i follow this pastor yeah and we see that going back they don't, they don't preach the word like my, pastor. <laughs> my i mean they're okay i guess but my pastor brings a word <laughs> um <laughs> tells it like it is <laughs> But we see this going all the way back to the New Testament when Paul's writing to us. Mm. He's he's writing to uh, what is it, Corinthians, and he's like, "Listen, yep. some follow Paul, some follow Apollos. Like, who are we? Like, don't follow us. Follow Jesus. Like, that's yeah. who you're supposed to be after." Yeah. Um. And this this <laughs> tribalism, this denominationalism, this uh, this really bickering and yeah. competitive nature uh, it's rooted in our human nature. It's rooted Mm. in our own fear. It's rooted in our own arrogance and selfishness. Yeah. Um, and Paul speaks about it. Jesus speaks about it from the beginning. Yeah. Um, God speaks about it from like old Testament. Like don't, like don't split up like you Mm -hmm. have to be one body. You guys have to be one. Mm -hmm. Um, and so this, this idea of the, the, the party of this, the, the Paul party, the, all these different like, denominations these subgroups mm-hmm. when they start to elevate that sub identity as their primary identity yep. that's when we start falling off
0: yeah that's hellenistic yeah uh, like there's well, there's hellenistic um ideology that creeps in of yeah. like well we're greater because and you don't understand because yeah. you're and and the Jews also, are getting
1: like, more food than the hell the greeks aren't getting the same amount of food yeah but, and and, yeah. and there's
0: also like if you look at like the the party of the circumcision hmm looking down on those who are uncircumcised when really that was like Paul was like look we we're supposed to be reaching these people who cares about your business that's not about that and but that's where I think a lot of that we think it's like modern and we think it's like oh well Christians today are they've they've birthed this no like no this has been there as long as there have been things to differ on since the Tower of Babel Thank you. Since yes. the begin
1: since the Tower of Babel we have had yes. division and bickering. Yeah. Um, but that that's the beauty of Pentecost, right? Mm. That's the beauty which we're coming up on here. The in redemption few weeks. of Babel. That's the yeah. yeah, the beauty is that the unity is supposed to be there in the diversity. Yeah. But yet we mess it up because we have bought into the division instead mm-hmm. of into the unity yeah. of the unity in diversity.
0: Yeah. And, you know, last week we talked about racism and how, mm-hmm. how that stain has kind of manifest in the church yeah. over time. And, and even it's, caused
1: denominationalism. In yeah. Places. Yeah.
0: And that's kind of what led us to talk about it this week. And um, I think we compared racism to like a pit stain. We mm-hmm. like use that as the analogy. And I think um, there's a lot of stains that are similar to that in the church, but with with denominationalism, it's it's not one that's hidden. Like we kind of we, it's on the front sign of the church. You know that that is there. Yeah. But what it's become is, you know, there, there's those stains that kind of change the way you have to use something. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that rug can't be in the middle of the floor anymore. We have to kind of move it. It's yeah, going to be It's a garage right it. rug <laughs> now. Yeah. <laughs> right. We have to hide it. Yeah. But then there's those stains that actually diminish the value mm. of what you have. And it's even good. talking about the word denomination. Yeah. Um. Like we have the church has such incredible. High value. It's the most valuable thing on the planet. The
1: pearl of great price, the kingdom of God. Yet. Yeah.
0: We've diminished the value of what we have for the world, Mm -hmm. what God has given the world, um, because of these things. And so, um, you can't even get like, you can't even get market value for it anymore. (laughs) You, you can't, yeah. like, you it doesn't even have the same, like people hear it. They know you're a part of the church or they see something the church is doing. It's like, yeah, whatever. Like it's yeah. lost its luster.
1: Yeah. Because going back to that initial, um, that initial image that we had with the money, mm-hmm. um, when one church will not add up into the other churches, yeah. we had a, a ministerial alliance back in the community that we served and there was one church that would not actually there ended up being two by the time we left, but it started off oh. just one, yeah. one church yeah. that we couldn't get a hold of the pastor, Mm -hmm. wouldn't return our phone calls, wouldn't show up at any of the ecumenical events. Ecumenical just means like all the different denominations together. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't show up at any of those events and like just, just refused. And what it did was it, it drove a deeper wedge between that one church and the rest of the body. Yeah. And it, it furthered the tribalism. It furthered the like gang mentality almost. And
0: it was, it was a stain on that community as well. It no longer was just a stain on that church. That's right. Because it bled out into all of the other areas of that community because it was a small community. So it was not just a stain on the church. Mm -hmm. Then it was like, no, this community now is known for not being cooperative as Christians. That's right. And so then any people outside of the church realm would look at that and they understood about that community that there was not, it wasn't just, Oh yeah. Those Christians. It was like, Oh yeah, here, here in this town, like it's really hard. You got to
1: pick your set and it's like, pick your tribe.
0: So then we're not just like as the church does, we have such great power to affect change mm-hmm. for good or for bad. When he sent people out, he said, you need to seek the good of the city. Mm-hmm. There's a reason for that because you can either seek the good of the city or you can end up contributing to the bad in that city.
1: Straight up. And part of what we're doing when we're, we're contributing to the bad in that city is, um, instead of being those different, uh, prongs mm-hmm. of Christianity that are unifying mm-hmm. and that are bringing about change, we're setting up in a, in effect, different religions. Um, because if you can't worship with somebody, um, on Sunday morning, that, that is a a delineation of religion, not a delineation of denomination. That's not tradition. Yeah. That's not like preference. Because that's the thing is like, okay, you, if we go to a high church where they do uh, call and response, they Mm -hmm. do, um, you know, robes and Mm -hmm. all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I can still walk in there and worship with them. Yeah. Um, we can go to a different church where they're rock music and they're doing whatever and they're um, not doing communion a certain way or Mm -hmm. like that's a difference in style. That's a different denomination uh, difference in like the way they do worship. But I can't walk in and worship at a Buddhist temple. Like that's a different religion. I I don't, I can't worship. I could even go and watch, but I can't participate. And so when you start having that split of you can't worship together, we've now set up not denominations, but different Mm -hmm. religions.
0: And part of the problem that we see in um, and this is something that like it goes deeper than denominations. It goes back to that like core of human nature, yeah. um, our fleshly nature, I should say, not our new nature in Christ. But Amen. it it becomes um, like we it becomes so easy for us to sweep it under the rug or to pretend that it's not an idol when it really is. Yeah. And we see something as like as simple as division, which is very openly talked about in scripture as yeah. not being part of Christ. No, it's but witchcraft. It's wi- yeah. We see this like rebellion, um, division, um, bullying, like spiritual bullying in the church. We see that and we, we even participate in it. Mm-hmm. But for some reason we feel that it's still Christian because we're doing it in the church building wow. when really we've set up a temple to Baal we've set up an Asherah pole come and we are massaging something within ourselves to create pleasure. I'm sorry. I'm just going to go there. Go we're ahead. creating pleasure within ourselves mm-hmm. and puffing ourselves up with knowledge that is not like Christ. There it is. And so then we're not just creating denominations like it. we're not just creating something that's like, Oh, it's a different tradition. No, here we hate each other that's and right. we backbite. And this is actually so far removed from Christ that we're now worshiping something else. That's but we're right. going to call it Jesus yeah. and we're going to play hymns and you're going to come and you're going to feel something, but you're not going to quite know what it is that's yeah. in this space until it's it comes out it rears its ugly head
1: I remember having a conversation with somebody we were on a, a prayer walk that was really good by the way I don't want to blow past that okay. that was awesome I got on a roll I just I, I got take a drink of tea I got to <laughs> take a breath drink some tea um I remember we were on a prayer walk and uh there was a young not young lady there was an older woman um in her yard and we came up and asked her hey we're on a prayer walk is there anything we can pray for you for and um she didn't say yes I'm a Christian she goes well I'm a baptist <laughs> okay like last time i checked baptists were still christian that was last, right. last time i checked um i mean I, I know i don't read my book every day but that was the last <laughs> time i checked um can we pray for you and uh she's like yeah 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 that's fine but then a car started coming down the block she's like okay okay no more no more don't don't pray for yeah, me. yeah she
0: like literally walked away from us she was like stop stop
1: stop and which like, we didn't stop praying we
0: kept uh, praying no, and she just walked away from us I like group. turned like, and I was like what is sister doing over we here we're going
1: to keep praying anyway you ain't going to stop yeah, the prayer she act-
0: literally acted like she didn't wasn't with us
1: yeah didn't want us even though we were in her front we yard we were in her
0: yard <laughs> she and the, the car saw like they yeah. saw us from down the road they knew that anyway and like it was yeah sorry yeah. i don't mean to get in,
1: no you're here. okay you're no. supposed to be drinking tea Calm down uh, <laughs>
0: You riled me back up. Mama, you riled me back up with this story. I, I apologize.
1: But what we saw in that is that she was so focused. She didn't want to see the the pastor of another denomination. She didn't want to have these other people praying for her um, because her identity was so set up in in this substandard image of, mm-hmm. of who she had already put her identity in. Mm-hmm. And we see that so much in different denominations, like um, like and especially if you ever go to a small community, um, there's a huge depending on where you are like the baptists and the wesleyans or the um the catholics and the protestants yeah like they'll still have these delineations and be like oh well you know you know how that side, those people these ones over here like Mm -hmm. bro last time i checked we're all supposed to have our primary identity in christ and just what you said people have set up these false idols and they start to worship these uh church political systems and Mm -hmm. these church ideology really these these church um I I mean, idols is what they are. Yeah. Um, and these golden calves that they, they Mm -hmm. worship at Mm -hmm. and, it starts to become a stumbling block because you can't push that, that secondary identity aside in order to reach across and love somebody who is made in the image of God. Yeah. And so then churches uh, with the, the marrying which we're going to talk about next week, mm-hmm. the birth of Christian nationalism. Yes. Yeah. That's a its own the religion. Yeah. Because that's what ends up happening. The politics and the cultural mm-hmm. influences of that community start to bleed into yeah. those churches and you start to get um, different pastors that get, Affiliated with different political movements, mm-hmm. different social justice movements. Um, and then those people who actually worship that false God uh, find Bring themselves the in that denomination. Mm-hmm. And then now this is the denomination of the people or this yeah. is the denomination of the blah, 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 blah. blah. Yeah. And I will That's say, like, uh, as a Greek, as a, <laughs> the blah, blah, blah,
0: <laughs> I will say, kind of as just a, 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 I don't know, a caveat or whatever under that, under what you're saying. One of these. Whoop, whoop. One of these. Um, okay. A lot of that happens because people don't actually know what the word of God Come says. On. Like no, I'm, I'm just, thing, I'm, but yes. if we really just want to make this, we could have had a five <sighs> minute episode and just said the reason denominationalism exists, one, people don't read their Bible. Come on. The reason denominationalism exists and doesn't work well, people don't read their Bible. Yeah. When people don't actually know what the word of God says, one will get swayed so easily. And we get sweat. And honestly, in America, the biggest thing I've seen is, is the two party system being adopted into the church. Yeah. Why are we, why are we voting? Why are, why does it become a, why are people running for office in the church? Why are we voting in things and doing things in a way that reflects the systems of the world when really we should be redeeming the systems of the world? That's the whole point of the church being like having those resources and being able to like take those systems. But it's not so that we can take those systems and say, well, see, we do it right because we vote people in and we do it this way. No, we can do it well and we should be doing it with such excellence that the Mm -hmm. world says, wow. The church, like the politic of the church, is different. Mm-hmm. But instead, we say, "Oh, well, you know, church politics." No, 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 no. Why is church politics an insult? Like, why is that a thing? Yeah. And where I think we've put the power into the hands of the people, rather than encouraging people to surrender their power um, to the authority of the word, I think that it's just created a recipe for disaster in Amen. in the church.
1: Amen. Well, and going back to the, like, not knowing their word thing, right, mm-hmm. uh, I think that's the biggest issue within the church, like, why people buy into the denominationalism identity is because they don't know their word enough, and they don't know, mm. they don't know enough about the difference between a denomination and a, a, a religion, because, like, I've had people in churches yes. tell me, like, well, you know, Jehovah's Witness, they're just another denomination. No, they're not. False. They're not. That's, that's a different religion. Like we can't worship on Sundays. Yeah. Well, you know, Mormons, that's just like another Christian church. False. No, they're not. No. And the fact that you don't know that tells me that you don't know your word enough. tells mm-hmm. me that like you, you have this pantheistic identity that, or uh, understanding of, of the world mm-hmm. that, you don't know the peculiarity of the cross like you don't get yeah you don't get how how specific jesus was when he Mm. when he said only through me right you don't get that and so we have to know the difference between um a new religion and a Mm -hmm. denomination in the same vein you'll have people that be like oh well we can't worship with um anglicans right because we're non-denominational like no we're both christian we can worship together
0: or like and it happened this is the one i know i've harped on it before stop harping the, the reform tradition has become known. The <laughs> mm-hmm. hipster Christianity has become known for separating and almost segregating from people based oh, yeah. on things and making things salvation issues that are not salvation that's issues. Right.
1: Which and, uh, in turn makes them new religious issues. Come like, on, because then you start saying, "Well, you're not the real church. You're not you're the not real. Truly,
0: you're not truly a Christian. Exactly. Okay, okay. Like I get. I understand having like a critical thinking process where you're like, yes. well, that's not really Jesus. Jesus." But this isn't something that we can write off, possibly like write off an entire movement of people. We have yeah. to actually get get a little bit more intelligent than that.
1: Yeah, Get into your word. The yeah. word tells you who follows Christ. Come on. But anyway, let, let's do some practical stuff. Practicality. Because we could talk about this for a while. Yeah. yeah. So
0: how do we remove this stain? Um, what do we treat it with?
1: Well, I heard if you do baking soda and a little vinegar.
0: Oh. That, I'm just kidding. Church uh. needs more vinegar. <laughs> She's already salty enough. Ooh. She needs a little vinegar. Oh, Come in with the truth. I did. I came in with it. <laughs> well,
1: um, go ahead. You got the first one. Okay. Do so
0: um, I think this is one area of Christianity, one stain that just needs a complete overhaul. I think that we're we're not at the point anymore where we can just cover the stain up. We're not mm. able to just continue washing it over with other things. We need to scrap some things. I think. So go into that. What do you mean by that? I mean we need to do away with traditions. You may need to do away with traditions in your local body that draw people away from the centrality of Jesus. So like if you have a tradition where it's like, well, we do this because John Calvin thought it was a great idea. okay. well, did John have a scripture? Yeah. John Wesley had this idea. John Wesley had some great things. Yeah. Methodism comes from John Wesley. There's a method to becoming holy. Okay. Mm-hmm. But where do we find that in scripture? That's constant. That has to be, I think that's a question you should constantly be asking about yeah. traditions. Where do I find that in scripture? That's right. Does it lead me to look at Jesus mm-hmm. and consider the cross and the great weight of his glory? Or does it lead me to celebrate my pastor mm-hmm. and how great this church is? that has been here for several hundred years. Yeah,
1: And I think going into that um, pastors need to do a better job at educating their their congregations. Mm-hmm. So if you're a pastor, you need to do a better job of not furthering the divide and, mm. and cause dissension in the ranks of, of the unity in the body of Christ. Yeah. And you need to point people to mm-hmm. Jesus at at everything. Yeah. Like I can't tell you how many churches I sat in that they'll they'll preach from a a book that's mm-hmm. not scripture. Oh. Because the founder of the church wrote this book. Or okay. The founder of the church really like loved these things. And so mm-hmm. we'll talk about these things, but we're not talking about Bible like like if you're not talking about Jesus if you're not talking about scripture if you're Mm -hmm. not pointing to the unity of the church then as a pastor you're you're not doing your job
0: yeah and like for your personal study it's great to like read the sermons of John Wesley and to go over the history of John Calvin like it's good to look at this
1: whole theology Yeah, read the 95
0: theses like do all of that for your own personal edification like, like oh wow this is why this tradition matters because it came from this and but try not to elevate the way certain things are done over the reason yeah. that they're done. Like there, are, so there good. are some things that's like, I don't really like the way that's done, but I like, there's some ways of taking communion. I'm like, I don't like that personally, but mm-hmm. I understand why that sacrament has been done in the way that it's done in certain traditions.
1: That's right. And so going along those lines, um, you need to educate yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, we've said it before that, uh, your education is no one else's responsibility. Like you have to educate yourself. You have to take, get in- smart. You have to <laughs> take the initiative to do research, to look up stuff. Like, uh, why does your church do the things the way they do? Like, there's that, that old story about the the family recipe, cutting off the ends of the ham, right?
0: Oh, yeah. Right? Grandma there's, always used to do it. Yeah, and yeah. then you
1: ask grandma. Grandma's like, oh, my mother always did. Ask her, oh, it's because we didn't have a pan big enough. Okay. And so
0: here it was, you thought it was something that was practical for the ham. You
1: thought it was sacred, but it just turned out to be... an, an a, uh, yeah. yeah, something necessary for the, mm-hmm. the time, contextually. Yeah. But figure out where the found. What? What? What was that? <laughs> Figure out where the foundations I turned into a cartoon character suffering
0: fuck-a-tash. Listen here, see? Figure out the foundation. <laughs>
1: Figure out where the foundations of your tradition come from. Like mm. if your church does things a certain way and it's caused a division like, "Oh, we can't worship with such and such church because we do this." Okay, well why do we do this? Mm. Or why does the other church do that? Like let's yeah. like learn. Learn church history, y'all. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times I can tell someone from another faith tradition about their tradition because just because I've learned church history.
0: People didn't know that the Christian church was a denomination. Like I remember bro, being like, listen, your denomination, like, Oh, I don't have a denomination. I'm a Christian church. That's it's a lot of a that's denomination, told to you. Yeah. Like go and
1: these books. They don't keep them in a separate store and you've got to show your <laughs> pastor card to get in. Just Google. Like that would figure, be out, funny. figure out That'd church be funny. history. They have all sorts of books you can find. If you don't know a book to look up, Hit me up. I will send you a list that mm-hmm. you can go look up. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. educate yourself, please. Yes,
0: And with that, with, with being educated, there's an element of humility that you must have. So sit down. Sit down. Be humble. Hold up. Understand. Hold up, that- person. Sit down. <laughs> Understand that the person who founded your tradition or your denomination was not Jesus. Yeah, although Jesus didn't found here's and here's uh-oh. where the
1: humility has to come. Oh, okay, I was like, oh, there Jesus are two. Found no, there are two churches: um, the Orthodox and the Roman Catholic. Okay, that still argue and say, well, our church tradition goes all the way back to Jesus Christ. He instituted the church and he passed it down to this person. He passed it down to this person. Passed all the way down to our current bishop, mm. and so there's the division of understanding and saying because of um, apostolic succession. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden we are mm. the real church, and so, anyone that does anything different is wrong. Yeah, but mm-hmm. in that you still lack humility.
0: Well, and in that I would again I would say, where, tell me where the verse is on apostolic succession and how that delineates who's supposed to be in charge of the church. Tell, show yeah. me what book and chapter and verse that's in, and I will definitely like, without
1: you ex, uh, expound. What is it, Isagid? Yeah, don't don't Isagid
0: on me. Just tell me where are the words apostolic succession for denominational leadership <laughs> in the Bible.
1: <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? That's not in there. It's
0: not in there. That's weird. Like that's kind of weird. So anyway, there's a humility we have to have. Like though there have been some amazing church reformers and Mm -hmm. church leaders who love Jesus. Evangelists. They are still human. Most of them, if you look hard enough, you will find out exactly how they failed at following Jesus. Straight up. So please have humility when it comes to like, you can be hardcore. John Calvin was like, Oh man, John Calvin. Like, you know how crazy John Calvin was. If anybody named their dog, after him, no, not after.
1: They couldn't name their dog John Cow, just John.
0: They couldn't name a dog dog John. He would consider that grounds for like, like kicking you out. Kicking the you out. Because he,
1: yeah, your boy has some stuff. So Um, and Wesley and even John Wesley had some some
0: things. So like, know that these people who started these traditions, or and some of them weren't even trying to.
1: No, Wesley wasn't trying to start a new tradition. So
0: like, there's a humility that we have to understand. Some of these leaders had this like, look, please don't attach this to me. Please don't quote my name on this. Don't put my name on that door, please.
1: (laughs) Don't keep. First off, just keep my name (laughs) out your mouth. Keep my name out your church and your mouth. Let's start that right now. (laughs)
0: Um, and so So, yeah, humility and and really like, there's no room. Uh, there, there's no room for fandom in the kingdom.
1: Come on now.
0: Like that's a
1: word for somebody. You're not going to
0: be able to carry, walk into heaven. Like where John Calvin at? Well, and, Where my boy, <laughs> I need to sit with him. So with that, <laughs> just
1: sidetrack real quick before we close. Um, that's a pastor thing to say. One more thing before we close.
0: Uh, this is for free.
1: Somebody right now better be saying <laughs> preach.
0: Go ahead. Take it. Some time. of you won't get this till you're on the way home.
1: <laughs> but um, there shouldn't be Christian superstars. Like there shouldn't be superstar mm. pastors. The fact that we have celebrity pastors is an affront to the kingdom. Yeah. To be I'm honest. mad
0: that I know Carl Lunt's name.
1: Carl, yes, I'm sorry. mad that I, was I like, know. Carl I'm mad that I know who you mean, Lenny the, what, Kravitz. No, I'm just <laughs> Carl Lunt, Mr. Lunt, Mr.
0: from VeggieTales? <laughs> from
1: VeggieTales? that's my boy. <laughs> like, <laughs> but no, there are so many like Christian celebrities mm-hmm. that are only famous because they're popular pastors, and like, and they messed up. Well, no, even the ones that didn't mess up. True, but True. I'm, I'm just talking about like. Christian celebrity, there there is no room for fandom in the kingdom. You should not be starstruck by a pastor ever, Mm-mm. like for real. And if or you or a worship are, leader, check your heart, like check your heart, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. the only fandom we have is the fandom of Jesus Christ. Like yeah. that's it. Everybody yeah. else is just a person. Yeah. And so you got to you. It just sorry, yeah. I just struck a chord. I was like, get off of their toes. <laughs> like, come on now, y'all swinging on their toe hairs. Come anyway. on, stop it. But
0: yeah, so all of this to say, um denominationalism can be a good thing mm-hmm. um, sure can. in its original form. I think it was, it had good intention behind it. Yeah. We have marred it as yeah. Christians. And I think there is a lot of humility and repentance and, and reforming that needs to happen in our own understanding, yeah. um, which can only happen through knowing what the word of God says, through That's submitting right. to the Holy spirit and his authority and the, the Lordship of Jesus Christ. So this has been the Nick Smith podcast. Sure. We has. hope you've gotten a dose of real life. No myth. Be blessed. blessed.